Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. The Brighter Side is brought to you by audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. Baby, spend a little time with me. High kicks, low notes, bright lights, dark souls. We're talking about Broadway, baby, on today's show. Hello. <laughs> that was everything. Great Thank intro. You. That was amazing. I didn't know you could do that, Amber. I, I can. I can do a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> is that high kicks, low knees? Was yeah. That what was that? <laughs> I don't even is that know. like brave hearts or what's that thing from Friday Night Lights? You ever seen that? It's oh, like, uh, good game, brave hearts. Clear, clear eyes, yeah. strong heart. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, we have got a lovely guest today who is on Broadway. Ms. You got to get out here and do Shakespeare in the Park after this. Miss yeah. Tamika Lawrence is so great. Thank you so much for coming out. I can't Thanks believe that me. this actually, uh, you actually came out. Oh. I met uh, met Tamika at a party a couple weeks ago at a Dina Manzel party, not to brag too much. I don't know why I was there. <laughs> but uh, but I met you at the party. You sang wonderfully. We got along. And uh, thank you for coming in. It's so cool. Yeah, thank you. And uh, to list some of your credits, you were an If Then. Uh, what was your character in that again? Elena. Uh, Elena. Morales. Um, so she's a protege of Adina Menzel's character. That's so cool. And uh, you were also in Book of Mormon and uh, what was the third one? Again? Matilda. Matilda. That's right. And Rent. And Rent. But Rent. Was, uh, what was Rent like? You did. How long did you do that for? I did Rent for a little less than a year, and uh, it was it was amazing. I yeah. think you. As an actor, you know, you're, you kind of are on your own ego trip because you're always trying to push yourself, promote yourself, be about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so to for that to be the first show that I did in the city where you're um, actually telling the real life stories of other people um, and going to meetings with others that have chronic illnesses, including HIV and AIDS, and seeing what they have to deal with. It was great to be young and to put a lot of things that you find out at the end of the day don't matter. <laughs> you yeah. put a lot of things into perspective. Would you guys go to clinics and stuff like that? Or in, uh, uh, so we would go to meetings. We go. Yeah. We went to meetings a couple of times just to to hear 
people's stories and at first it was just solely research for me because mm-hmm. there's a part of rent where um that takes place in a meeting yeah um don't uh, worry about spoilers they all die in the end no, um, <laughs> uh, so so uh we it started out as just research for me make sure you're talking to mike a little okay <laughs> started out as just research for me uh and then it turned into uh something that was very special just to hear um, people's stories, the good, the bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. And yeah. how many years did it take you to get to that point where you're on Broadway in Rent? Uh, uh, I graduated in 2000, Lord, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I spent six months overseas and then uh, booked Rent in 2011. USO shows. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually did. I Fiddler. Went <laughs> Fiddler, on, Fiddler on the roof in Afghanistan, maybe. <laughs> I know, right? That <laughs> would not go over well. A funny story. We were in Egypt. And um, that no, I won't go into that story. Never mind. Uh, no, 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 no. That's too late for that. Train has left the station. <laughs> We're in Egypt, and we had this this lovely, not lovely tour guide, uh, Ahmed, who was like, "Oh, we love America. We love Christians. We love." It. And then just. Christian church bombing as we're oh like, yeah. yeah we're like get us out <laughs> oh my god so uh, yeah how but, close were you to it uh, a few miles away. wow oh man yeah. that's so scary as he's saying we love America <laughs> I told cousin Ahmed to get out of that business yeah right <laughs> my Worst. brother was in Nigeria once and he was trying to catch a like a bus and he was like oh I missed it and he was running 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 and then the bus that he missed just exploded oh my god holy shit <laughs> your face after you said that was like thrilled happy I, I don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you were waiting for the big laugh. (laughs) Oh, no. Damn, yeah. Did you have any uh, teachers or mentors growing up that were like, do it harder, it's not good enough? Oh, yeah, any whiplashy stuff? No, I mean, all all my professors pushed me. I I didn't start out in in musical theater. I started out just doing the music thing. Yeah. Um, And when I got to college, uh, I, I went for opera because they didn't have a, a vocal jazz program at the mm. school that I went to. Mm-hmm. So I did a year of opera and that sucked. So <laughs> it does suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially fun. opera singers too. Yeah. yeah. Can you describe some of the people you were in class with? Because uh, you seem all... like the coolest person <laughs> yeah. in the opera nerds. class. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No, everybody actually was cool. It was just everybody. You have to be almost neurotic about your voice, you yeah. know, especially for a woman. If Aunt Flo comes to visit, you're like, I'm shutting it down. For three days, can't you know? Can't talk, can't speak, can't do anything. Oh. Um, but it does make you a better musician because you actually have to take music theory classes, and that's a lot of what they don't teach you um, in musical theater, where more of the emphasis in act is in acting. But I found out very quickly that I couldn't hack it as an opera singer. Um, they don't allow growls or yelling in opera ironically no so, growls no growls no, ah. what so, a bunch of jerk offs what a bunch of <laughs> douche bags and... <laughs> bunch of douche canoes just, yeah. just get a un- growl in there just un-American if yeah. you ask me <laughs> <laughs> go ask Ahmed um, but uh, but yeah so uh, I never forget 
we have these things called juries in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you sing in front of a in front of a panel of professors, and they tell you whether or not you suck. And the professor came out after my jury and told me I sucked, oh. Um, oh. and <laughs> basically, um, and that I was going to have to take remedial opera. Oh. <laughs> I never, like, I, I didn't think remedial classes were available in college until <laughs> until that day. You right, got to ride the short opera bus. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's what they did with. Me except it was a uh, reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you you we feel each other's pain. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I said fuck that noise, and I I went and auditioned for the theater school and grew to like it. Mm. And fuck that noise. <laughs> 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 I don't do opera. What are some of the? Because I came to New York to do musical theater and quickly yeah. learned that was not my bag. Okay, because uh, there's like describe some of the auditions you'd go to. Because I would go to the oh, generals man. where there's just like hundreds of girls. Any oh, like vindictive shit, shit? It's a shit show. Yeah. I mean, you're with a lot of neurotic bitches, and <laughs> it's five a.m. They're in full beat. I mean, mm-hmm. you remember yeah. this? Cattle What's full, calls full, are full the worst. Beat, Hmm? Full makeup, full, full makeup. Yeah, full I mean, beat. like drag. I mean, full. Oh. It's five a.m. It's too early for that shit. <laughs> You're like neurotic in the hallways, going. Hee-hee-hee. I mean, trying to make your voice work at five a.m. when it's not feasibly it should not be allowed because yeah. you're not awake your body's not awake no, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you get in there you sing 16 bars it's humiliating because most times they don't even have a casting director in the room it's a casting associate who doesn't want to be there as much as you don't want to be there Ugh. they can't wait for you to finish you know and then it's like ah, and it doesn't matter how well you sing they're like okay great we'll call you and the and the most feedback you might get is from the accompanist who's either making a face because you brought him the worst piece of music ever, or he thinks you're cool and he's like, you know, great job. Yeah. And the, and you hardly ever get a callback or anything from the cattle calls. Um, so and you can't so, roll in there and just like crack a couple jokes, be like, hey Tim, great seeing you again. You can just they're not feeling you. They want <laughs> you to get out. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get through the day, you know. And so I feel, uh, and I went through it too. And so you f- you feel for a lot of a lot of people that come there and with that dream and you think that you're going to get you know uh, a chance even. a chance yeah. from an equity chorus call and a lot of times they're they're mandated by equity to have them mm-hmm. even though they're not looking for people um, very 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 rarely so they'll people. just have a cattle call even though just to do it yeah, yeah and, the, and they'll keep you on file I mean if you're amazing mm-hmm. then you might get you know I'm called a, back in three a, years yeah and yeah. so just to clarify Truly. for our audience and also for me equity is just like the equivalent for like SAG for stage yes it's mm-hmm. the union and for then theater actors what is the way to get into equity is it very similar where you just have to like book an equity job uh sort so there's multiple ways to get in uh, the easiest way is to book an off-Broadway or Broadway show when you come here and then you buy into equity. So that means that you have enough credits. Otherwise, you can do a lot of regional shows or... Um, Ooh. The, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, so you do a lot of regional shows and then they'll give you points. Mm-hmm. And so once you collect, I think it's 100, it's either 50 or 100 points then you can buy into equity and to buy into equity I think now is either I think it was a thousand dollars when I bought in. It might be two thousand. Man, SAG just got me, man. Did you pay that that three thousand dollars? Sons of bitches, man. I mean it uh, hurts. Yeah. I was and he was just on top. They brought yeah, him back down. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what, Eddie? You, you, <laughs> I know, right? 
You've been living off the grid for so long. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's the worst. They got me too because SAG will get you too. SAG's yeah. like, oh. all right, you know, they'll let you get, they'll let you do two shows, mm-hmm. two TV shows without mm-hmm. buying in. And so you're on top of the world because that TV money is fierce. So yeah. you're like, you know, getting all those residuals, the TV money, and then they nail you. And they're like, all right, time to buy in, $3,000. Mm. And you're like, okay, well, y'all got a payment plan or something? They're like, yeah, $500 a month. <laughs> Like, a thousand up front and then yeah. five hundred a month. Yeah, yeah. And so if your check, you know, so you, you want two rent, you want second rent. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like they 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 gouge you and, and and you know and then they're like, well, you can borrow, and it's like, who wants to take out a loan to be a part of? A union. A forced yeah. union. A forced union. Which is, hardly seems fair. And you yeah. can't do, once you're in equity, you can't do non-equity shows. Yeah. No, you can't. And once you're in SAG, you can't do non-SAG. non-SAG. shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. I just wish that, you know, I'm so thankful to be a part of the union because there are a lot of, there are a lot of rules in place that do actually help the actors. Of course. I feel more so for SAG after than for equity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I wish that there was another way to help actors where it's like, if your whole check per se is, you know, four thousand dollars from doing a TV show, and Shit, you don't, mine was like four hundred. Yeah, and then you take that whole four hundred dollars and you have to apply it, and they don't, they don't recognize that it's not like you're gonna leave that TV show and go do another one, or then you have a job on Broadway. I mean, that might be the most money that somebody makes for a while, and then you go back on unemployment. Now you have to buy into the union. You're so fucked. It's just another way to keep the fucking poor people out of show business. (laughs) And I'm fucking sick of it, man. It's aggravating. How are you supposed to make the money if you can't make the money? I can't pay you if I can't make it. Exactly. And it's like the whole race is to try to get into that union so Mm -hmm. you can get the bigger roles. Give us an idea. How long did it take you to get into equity? And and is that compared to what the average is for people? Um, I, I feel like my story is an anomaly. Um, I've been very blessed. I uh, well, you're also a fucking killer. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. But there are a lot of talented bitches in the city. A lot yeah. who can sing better than me, dance better than me, act better than me. I mean, so I've. It's amazing that I've even gotten as far as I have. And I great job with that. the guest, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's true. I get um, who I can get. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do recognize that I'm talented, but there are a lot of talented women out there who are still going to 5 a.m. cattle calls and it's a shame but I, I started out in college I did a few regional shows so I was able to become um, an equity candidate mm-hmm. um, and then once I booked rent then I could buy into equity so I would say it took about three years wow that's really good I think about, right yeah and two months from I moved in April and I booked rent in May so fuck um, that's awesome wow. you lucky very, dog yeah very blessed very very blessed um, so how many people were just furious at you Nobody was furious. I think people were happy for me. And Tamika, I think we're I, so happy for you. You're just so special. <laughs> You're so special. And I think because I look intimidating, and I am intimidating, I, like I keep a knife in my bag. People know that I will cut them. Yeah. If they had those feelings, they kept them to themselves. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was thinking that on the way here. <laughs> like I said, Eddie, good you job know. on the guest, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> um. 
That's great. There's some like really brutal calls. The last yeah. audition I went on, mm-hmm. uh, they brought you in six of you at a time, and mm-hmm. you couldn't even say your name. They just looked at you and said yes, no, yes, no, yes. It's That's called awful. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. I got up at like four a.m. to be here, and mm-hmm. I called out of work, and there's just yeah, and I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> well, oh, man. It, it, there's got to be. It's just a, you. Can, there's just diplomacy needs to be the name of the game because I get when somebody doesn't want to keep you because you're just not the right look for the show or whatever I mean that stuff plays a factor we know that we know that as actors that's just part of the game but it sucks to just do that because then you spend all day wondering was it my hair I shouldn't have worn that lipstick was it you know I'm not tall enough I'm not small enough I'm not it it just yeah things you can't control Things that you can't control, and you drive yourself, and that's why at five a.m. there's so, all those neurotic women, God bless them, who are in there because they've gone through so much of that, yeah. and they're just crazy. We call them the theater crazies. Oh, and then they yeah, come yeah. over to you and they're like, "What song are you gonna sing?" I'm bitch. It's five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to you right now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> do you? I'll do me over here. Wow. Maybe you'll book it. Maybe you won't. Maybe I won't. You know what I mean? Do you have any crazy neurotic bitch stories? Uh, well, <laughs> you don't my, have to say anyone's name. No, <laughs> my favorite one. I went to an equity course called of Lion King. Mm. First of all, there were white girls there, and we were like, "What are you doing here? Leave." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're not going to hire you. Surprise. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was one girl there. God bless, <clears throat> and she had on a maxi dress you know that there's like audition attire when mm-hmm. you go into an audition what's a maxi dress a maxi dress is a long dress with an empire waist that is usually not flattering on anyone okay um but <coughs> just empire waist sorry it's um so she had that kind of dress on like kind of boobs hanging out she had a kinko's bag and two sheets of paper inside the Kinko's bag like she just went to like music what is that musicnotes.com yeah and printed out something and you know you go in and you sing your 16 bars now usually when you go into an audition you have to say words like you have to it, it needs to be a monologue within the song mm-hmm. yeah. so they can see that you can act so we hear somebody the entire time we're in the, we're in the room for about a half an hour and all we hear over and over again is oh Which is the the part of uh, killing me st- softly? Mm. Okay, <clears throat> that Roberta Flack and Lauren Hill sing. Great songs. Great song. Yeah. No words. So somebody keeps humming and singing that over and over again, <laughs> and it's her, the chick in the maxi dress, two sheets of paper, her sixteen <laughs> bars, no words. Oh no! And so we're all standing in line, getting ready to go in, and she's ahead of us, and we're like, "This bitch is not going to sing any words. She's not going to sing any words." And so she goes in there and. Then, Thank you. And that was it. I've never experienced that before where somebody's saying it's genius and the worst thing. Because if you're going in for a comedy, I'm sure that would be hilarious. But that's probably the the craziest thing I've experienced. And then you you see all the girls in there that are trying to get shows and they're Mm -hmm. in nothing. And they got like half their cooters out and they're stretching and, you know, all that. Because they're trying to go in for the four little gay boys who they're hoping are straight. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What's the point of the girls dressing up all sexy? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're they're just trying to get shows because you got like the two boys that go to the call that might be straight. Yeah. And they're trying to, you know, get in where they can fit in. Well, Tamika, that brings up another interesting topic. What's it like dating within the Broadway scene? 
Jane? I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I have a lot of lovely male friends mm. in the theater community. They're yeah. wonderful. But it's hard dating an actor. I, I don't want to do it because you see... It's just the worst. It's it's competition. Yeah. You want to be happy for your your partner, but unless both of you are on top, there's always going to be this imbalance. And I've seen jealousy. I've seen. I mean, it's just the worst. You see cheating. You see. I mean, because you're surrounded. I mean, that's the other thing about Broadway and TV is you're surrounded by beautiful people. Yeah. And so just the temptation is fuck. there. Yeah. How can I know? I have friends who it's are like in the lovely. Olympics. It is. Man, How they fuck the up? shit out of each other. Whatever's <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics, they just like they just tear through. <laughs> In Rio, they had to like they were just like throwing condoms into the street. They're like, please. <laughs> Please be smart. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's all there is, and and you know I'm I'm insecure too, so I don't I couldn't I couldn't deal, and they're fucking selfish, and you are selfish. I mean yeah. it's just it's you and your horse. It's the same thing as is dealing with a musician. Yeah. I love musicians. I'm a musician. I respect musicians, but it's you and your fucking pony, and yeah. that's it. Everything well, if you're else in a comes band, second. Though you don't get with the band. I don't get what the band they're the, they're worse. No, I'm talking about not <laughs> fucking the band. I'm talking about oh. you know like you know doesn't isn't there solidarity within the band or oh yeah within yeah. like my band or yeah. just anybody that anybody's I anybody's band like usually yeah. like you figure like that's where the solidarity would come through you know oh yeah and, I mean and, and it is when you're when you're doing a show too the solidarity is solidarity mm-hmm. is within the whole company yeah I'm just talking about like in the dating the dating part of it oh yeah every man for himself like why would you even go there what are musicians like today worst. The worst. Yeah. Yeah. They are the pits um, to date because they're just selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the worst one? The drummer or the guitarist? Oh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't it be the bassist because they're all so quiet? No. Well, the ba- well, the bassists are the most desperate because when they're at shows, <laughs> you know, nobody's trying to throw their tits out at the bass player. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you do? Like a bass solo is like when everybody's trying to read their book. That's like when everybody's looking at their cell phone. It's when the bass player starts doing <laughs> yeah, their solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like everybody every got bored. Frank on bass. So yeah. Frank plays bass and Frank plays that bass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's the worst. I think um, actually. Actually, drummers are are I I know more married faithful drummers than I know faithful guitar players Ooh. or like guitar players that aren't complete douchebags. Yeah, um, yeah. Drummers are more just like lunatics. Yeah, they may be faithful, but they're all you know. But they'll they'll drive a car <laughs> into a pool. You know, that's a drummer. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I know the the best drum like chill. They're great. Yeah. It's it's the guitar players and the bass players. The bass players are just looking for it, man. They're mm. they're the ones taking the sloppy seconds. Damn. Yeah, Have you ever had a man uh, just say inappropriate things to you to try to get you to lure you into bed? That's a sensible course, Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, I walk down the street and it's <laughs> hey, my meme. Yeah. And then my favorite phrase now is kill yourself. And then they <laughs> oh, that's the good. Like, yeah, and yeah. it stuns them too. Like kill yourself. And they're like oh. oh, oh. And it shuts it down. And let me, I can just let me put this to you to make uh, last week. I think I might have told you guys this. I walked out of work and a woman was getting cat called in front of me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I turned to the cat caller and I screamed, shut the fuck up. 
I like yeah. screamed really loud. Then I turned back around and I realized in my head, I was like, oh man, I just I just picked a fight with yeah. some man on the street. <laughs> he had no teeth. Oh, which he's got is nothing like, to lose. I don't know what to do. But here's where my mistake was. And tell me what you think about this. I thought it would be safer if I walked by the woman that I had just defended, quote unquote, from the cat caller. But she didn't seem so relaxed. Now, <laughs> well, you screamed so loud. <laughs> Would you want a guy to to stick up, or not stick up for you, but to like intervene in a certain way with a cat caller like that? I don't think I would be offended or or upset. Like if that were you, if I were in that situation and that were you, I don't think I would be upset. I I think. I would just be on my P's and Q's a little more. Like, okay, what did he just start? Because looking at the guy, he's got no teeth. He's got nothing yeah. to lose. What's wrong you know? with this guy? Yeah. Why um, is he picking fights with people with no teeth? Yeah. <laughs> Even I know better than that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? How did he um, heckle her? I said so. You'd look a lot better if you did something with your yeah. hair. And I was like, no, you don't talk about her hair. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd be offended. I was on the train the other day and there was this there was this boy on the train and he walked in with a chick uh, who I thought was his lady mm-hmm. and sat next to her and was like all up in her face and she had her headphones on so I'm thinking they're in the middle of a fight yeah. and so he's just like trying to talk to her trying to talk to her and she's not having it so then he gets up and there's another poor chick she's sitting um, in another seat and he gets up and then just sits next to her and starts talking uh, to her so then I'm thinking okay this guy's a douche canoe the worst he's the worst so he, for it, the train's running express so he keeps talking to her and she's like no please I'm, I'm just trying to write I mean this poor little girl yeah. and I'm getting in, I'm getting so upset so I take my headphones off and I'm like hey you want to talk to somebody come over here I'll talk to you I'm sitting across <laughs> the thing he's like he's like oh uh, he's Uh-oh. like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you. I said, I want to talk to you. Come over here and sit down. Let's talk. <laughs> and the, and the girl's like, obviously, it's like the same situation because then the girl's like, oh my god, you just made this worse. So she's going down like robot. She can't think. And I'm like, come over here. I want to talk to you. What's your name? He's like, my name's Richmond. I said, come over here, Richmond. Let's have a chat. So he, <laughs> and he's got he, a shitty name. He's got a shitty name. Richmond. Yeah, Richmond. Yeah. Like, what? Rich. Yeah, I'm like, Rick. like the state. What kind of shit is that? Come over here and talk to me. So. Uh, uh, so he's hesitant. He waits for like a couple minutes. He won't come over and sit next to me. And I'm not letting it go. I'm like, come over and talk. To me. I want to talk to you. She don't want to talk to you. I'll talk to you. So he comes and sit next to me. And uh, I'm like, so your name's Richmond. He's like, yeah. I said, how old are you? He's like, I'm 21. Oh. I said, are you from this country? And he says, no. He's got an accent. He's like, no. I said, where are you from? Nigeria. I said, okay. I said, I'm familiar with how men are in Nigeria. I said, Richmond, this is not Nigeria. You see that chick over there? She's like my sister. I don't like you talking to her because she doesn't want to be talked to. I said, so don't get deported back to Nigeria and let's not start a problem. If a chick tells you no, you respect that shit and you get up and you walk away. She doesn't want to be bothered. I don't want to be bothered. That girl over there doesn't want to be bothered. Nobody, no woman on this fucking train wants to be bothered. And if I see your face around again and you're talking to some (laughs) chick who doesn't want to be bothered, we're going to have an issue. We're going to have an issue. (laughs) Did you show him your knife? No, I didn't whip it out <laughs> because he's from Nigeria. They're quick. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they're crafty fuckers. Um, what so kind I, of knife is it? It's just a little. Do I have it in my purse? Oh, boy. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it's just a little knife. I, I, everywhere I go, I 
go, I try to I try to get a knife, and my dad sends me a knife. How are you gonna get, get it out of that yeah, fucking thing? I know there's something. <laughs> I don't know. You can't even carry that onto a plane. It's a huge purse. Right. I know. The, uh, they almost didn't let me on a plane once because I actually had, had my brass knuckles. I had my brass knuckles in my purse. But then they said no. They said fine. You can they, they said fine. They said I checked them. This I is the my bra- brass knuckles. Those are illegal, and they let me check. It was because I wore lipstick. That's what it was. This is the <laughs> Broadway episode. Is that right? The Broadway episode, yeah, not concealed weapons episode. Not Broadway, Broadway person. Probably. I love it. Good. That's why we love it. That's why you're here. <laughs> you got to be tough. Well, the shows get out late at night, and you're walking through Times Square, which yeah. is not, you know, it's the, seedy. It's very seedy, and you got to protect yourself. Yeah. How scary are those black Israelites? I don't see a whole lot. It's just it's it's weird because they're like, "Hey, my sister, my uh," and I'm like. What's happening right now? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you don't see them too much. You see them more in DC. DC. I see. Whenever I here. see them, they're in Times Square. The headquarters are in Harlem. I, did, I saw them. I was. I was fascinated. I couldn't believe they oh, existed. Yeah. Like you know, being you know a Jew. Yeah. And, you know, so do you talk like, to them and be like, hey? Oh no, no, no. I, I was you know I I, I kind of watch them fight with other people. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's what I like to do. I yeah. like to see where it's gonna go, and I, I read the literature. And it's like okay, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Just, nod yes and no. But man, it's they're crazy. They're, they're crazy. Very, they're, very, they're, they're very nuts. I feel embarrassed. I, I, if we're being really truthful, as I respect anyone's uh, religion, their point of view, as long as they're not hurting other people. Yeah. Um, but as a, I, I just feel like as a black person, we're already oh, under a on. microscope. They're just crazy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, it's but not that. I don't feel embarrassed. Like there's a white guy who's crazy in the street. I don't feel embarrassed. I you think, know? but I think it's different. I think it's different uh, uh, when when you're a black person because you you even though you don't want to, you represent the entire race a lot of times, even I, though you, you don't yeah. want to. I agree with that. It's, I feel the same way when I see Shaws of Sunset on television. <laughs> <laughs> this is what America sees of my people. Yeah. Nuclear weapons. <laughs> just like, if you could just, please. I love that show, though, because it's just, so, it's so, it's so bad. It's so, they're, they're terrible people. My brother called them. me and he was like, dude, this show's on Shaws of Sunset. I go, what? <laughs> I was angry for a week. Oh, because he liked it? He liked it. He like, thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, are they like the Kardashians in yes. Persia? they are. They're the worst. Wow. They're it's every, the worst. It's the, they're Persians. They're not Iranians. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they are everything that I despise about my culture. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they smell horrible. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> they smell like an orgy of colognes. Of yeah. Some kind. Yeah. Hey, so Tamika, uh, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of people have said with the internet boom and everything like that, that like stage shows and theater and Broadway are, are taking a hit. Have you noticed that yourself? Uh, yes and no. I think that there's a resurgence now uh, after because the economy is coming back. Um, I think there always will be a place for live theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are more seeing it regionally, not in New York. Uh, people come to New York to see to see theater. I think where we're suffering 
is um, producers are not taking as much of a chance on original works. Mm. Now all we're seeing is it's a movie. You know, it's based yeah, on Spider Man. It's based Ghost. on a yeah. yeah, yeah, and those things are tanking too, uh, more so than shows that are original. Or just ideas. like they'll take all of Bob Dylan's songs and make it a Broadway show. And now for it's some a jukebox reason. musical, and that and you know there's a place for that, but I hate that now that is the norm. That and that is discouraging to new composers and new book writers who feel like oh I have to adapt something I have to take someone else's idea in order to create art that's lucrative that's yeah. so horrible and if I don't know how original, that right? hmm? if then's original if then it? was original so and cool. we ran for a year but that's not the norm yeah. and it used the norm was you know that something that I think is that innovative you think would run five years mm-hmm. um, but it's just not. No one cares. No one wants to hear the new song. So no one wants to hear the new song. I brought up some stats here, and it's and it's kind of reflecting what you were saying. Kind of uh, after the recession hit, you started seeing a dip in attendance uh, in millions to like twelve million ish. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then it dipped to like eleven, and now last year we're at thirteen, a little over thirteen million uh, in attendance. Mm-hmm. And so the playing weeks have increased. It seems like people are kind of getting into Broadway again. Yes. And maybe. Some some of these bigger, more blockbustery types of shows are, are driving a little, like Jersey Boys, right? I mean, that's like a yeah. jukebox musical too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think there's a place for smaller productions or smaller uh, composers and book writers to um, develop more material because of this, or do you not see any of that happening yet? Um, I think that there is. Uh, it happens a lot off Broadway in smaller houses and with companies like, I mean, people go to Chicago and then bring it in. So there's like Steppenwolf. Yeah. Um, there's uh, ART that does a lot of great stuff. Second Stage does a lot of great stuff. Um, I just wish that the transition from off Broadway with a smaller house to a Broadway house was uh, a little better. What I also wish would happen and not knocking any. TV, television star or anybody like that or musician because I'd like to do that one day um, (laughs) and be famous. But um, I hate that in order to sell a musical to sell a play, now we have to get the Jake Gyllenhaals. We have to get you know, people oh. from TV. Yeah, you to, get you get to, one main lead, and then you know the rest of it's filled yeah. with uh, yeah. Eddie Larson's right? going to have to be in your next production of Rent. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get one in the door. <laughs> yeah, I think Scarlett Johansson played Maggie in Cat in a Hot Tin Roof. Oh. Yeah, which she's beautiful, but I don't know if that is going to work. Is she good? Act- <laughs> is she a good actor? I think she's yeah. a good actor. I think yeah. the other the other thing that we have to think about is. And they need to think about is there's a big, huge difference between television acting and what that requires and and TV. And a lot of television stars um, get used to being small mm-hmm. and that doesn't read on a stage. No. Um, and so that's where I find the disconnect a lot of times when I see a lot of people who've done a lot of movies. I mean, that was the problem with um, Of Mice and Men. You had James Franco and all those people <clears throat> doing it. And I think James Franco is a great actor. He's fine. But uh, trying to get him on a stage. Boring as shit. It's, it's just too small, in yeah. my opinion. That's my humble opinion. Yeah. 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 Too also, good looking. Also, yes, they're man. famous. I wonder if like a director can be like, no, that sucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Directors don't give a fuck. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. 
you, you gotta know. yell at them. You gotta, you know, yeah. otherwise you won't get what you need out of them. Yeah, yeah. you won't. And then, the, and then it tanks, and then that's your ass on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, people come to review the director. You too. ever hear of anything of like a ghost singer or something like that? You get a like, television star in there, and like someone sings while they're supposed to sing. Or? Yeah. Oh, not on stage. Not on no, stage. no, they'll just. <laughs> then, yeah, wouldn't that be I'm awesome? Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this business. <laughs> No, I would. I would. I, I. I wish that would happen. I could probably make a lot of money. I'd sing backstage. Oh just, man, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, but then I start throwing in shit when they're not speaking. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. fuck with them. <laughs> a two. Ooh, and they're like, catch up. So let's talk about some rock and roll here, because you have you have a rock group. What are they called? Tamika and the Slay. Tamika and the, that's awesome. Yeah, we started out as Tamika and the Motherfuckers, but they wouldn't book us <laughs> under that name, so I had to change it. Uh, <laughs> That's adorable. That's that is just the cutest name. I know it's me trying to promote myself, and I know I have a fairly high voice. Like I sound young, and I'm, and so you know, bookers, you know, you call pianos or mm-hmm. bitter in. Like, what's your name? Uh, Tamika and the motherfuckers, and they're like, mm, you prank calling us? Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're a rock and roll band. There's five of us. Um, I'm the only woman. I front the band. Uh, and cool. We play. We like to call it roll soul music. So it's a combination of rock and roll and soul. Oh, so like, great. it's the best music in the world. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So if Betty Davis and I'd say you know Nine Inch Nails had a baby, that would be what we do. <laughs> When's your next show? That's awesome. June 11th at the Bitter End at 11 p.m. I'll be there. Cool. Yay! It's so exciting. I hope I'm there because the Tempest gets out and. I have to like run there so I hope I'll see you at 11 (laughs) might be a little later than 11 but we're really excited we have a monthly residency that's going on there now before we get into the studio hope to record our first EP um, next month and was it the second Thursday Uh, yes second second Thursday of the month that's so cool yeah and uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and start to wrap things up and we were hoping that maybe you'd uh, sing something for us Okay. If that, if that was cool. And but before you start, um, mm-hmm. let's go see you in The Tempest. Go to yes. the, the summer stage. The, the Tempest is running at the Delacorte Theater, part of the public theater. It's free. Uh, you just got to stand in line in the morning, and uh, they start distributing tickets at 12. There's 2,000 seats, so there's a really good chance that you'll uh, get in. And we run from May 27th to July 5th. That's, That's great. Amazing. Wow. Shakespeare in a park. I'm so, wow. I'm so impressed. <laughs> when you come on stage, we're like, Tamika! And I'll be like, I'm doing a show right now. See after the show. For I gotta go give Prospero his cloak right now. <laughs> That's our girl, Tamika! I'm trying to get my check. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's do the singy okay, okay, so, uh, yeah, give me just one, a couple bars so I, I know your levels here. Um, oh, my sisters, you better listen to me. Never trust the heart of a man. It'll crush you just like a sparrow. Hurt so bad. You'll never mend. Now he'll vow to always love you. Swear up and down he'll always be true. But then he'll leave you. He'll leave you for another. Break your poor little heart in two. 
Yeah. Wow. Wow. Holy thank shit. You. That's oh great. Oh my gosh. Such wonderful voice. That's, thank you. That's chills. the song that I sing to myself every time I get catcalled. Yeah. <laughs> I think I peed a little bit. And it's the sparrow. <laughs> Is it the sparrow? Yeah, it's Little Sparrow. That's little one Spar- of the songs that, uh, that my band does. Dolly Parton? It is Dolly Parton. Yeah. And that's yeah. a remake that we did. That's cool that you know that. I love not country like, music. Not a lot of people know that that's, that's Dolly. That's great. Her and her boobs just singing music. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tamika. You, you were guys. wonderful. This has been the brighter side of Broadway. And, uh, I guess we didn't really find a brighter side of Broadway because everyone likes it. And so it's, you don't really got to worry about finding Yeah, I was bright. trying to find the shitty part of Broadway and it, like it didn't exist really. I yeah. thought I was going to be like much more depressing, but it sounds like it's awesome. So go out there and go see a Broadway show. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Have you seen a Broadway show recently? No. I was Book of Mormon. I saw Book of Mormon. You did? That was great. I really, I want to see that. It was fantastic. It was yeah. a lot of fun to be a part of. All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.